This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create change in the world every day. Keep listening for actionable tips and tricks to incorporate eco-friendly practices into your daily life. We've been featured by Apple as the number one podcast for conscious consumers, and we can't wait to welcome you into our community of changemakers. I'm Lisa. And I'm Laura. We're the founders of Brightly.eco, the new platform for conscious consumers. We believe in supporting all creatures, great and small. And our team of experts show you how to live and shop responsibly by sharing world-changing lifestyle ideas, products, and more. To read show notes from Good Together and to browse all of the planet-friendly goodness that we feature, head to brightly.eco slash podcast. And to help spread the word about the podcast, tap on this episode and share Good Together with your friends and family. A simple text message helps us grow and create change around the world. Time again, you texted, emailed, and DM'd us for our take on a planet-friendly way to purchase our tried and tested Brightly favorites. Because while the world of conscious consumerism is exploding, making mindful, planet-friendly purchases can still be a challenge. That's where the Brightly shop comes in. To reduce some of the eco-overwhelm, every product we sell has been hand-picked and vetted by the Brightly team. You won't find anything in the shop that has less than five stars. We've gone through hundreds of eco-products to discover new and emerging brands that solve sustainability problems for you every day. We even designed our own products like beeswax wraps to keep things fun and to help you live brightly. So how do we help you shop sustainably? The shop launches on the first Monday of each month and is open for five days. So the shorter, planet-friendly shopping window allows us to only order what we need. After the shop closes, we pack and ship out products in bulk. This low-impact supply chain reduces waste and keeps the planet happy. Brightly is also climate neutral certified. Because we are committed to climate action, we have set our entire carbon footprint from operations to shipping. We believe in the power of collective change, and we are so glad you're joining us on this journey. Go to shop.brightly.eco to see what's in store. Use code GOODTOGETHER at checkout to receive two free hand-blown, ethically made wine glasses with any purchase. Simply add the wine glasses to your cart and apply the code at checkout. Finding a trusted ethical beauty brand that actually works can be difficult. Absolutely, which is why Laura and I were so excited when we discovered 100% Pure. 100% Pure is a beauty and skincare brand that is, well, as the name suggests, 100% Pure. All of their products, from lipsticks to face masks to eye cream, adhere to strict purity standards and will never contain harsh or toxic ingredients. What I thought was really cool, Lisa, was how they create the pigment for their makeup using natural ingredients. They use fruit, vegetables, and even tea and cocoa. I've never seen a product that does that. Yeah, I haven't either, and I've looked at a lot of clean beauty brands recently. 
Also, when you shop with 100% Pure, you're able to choose one of the two options for where you can make a difference. One option is choosing to donate one bowl of vegan dog food to a shelter dog for every purchase. Since 100% Pure is certified cruelty-free, I love how committed they are to animal welfare by giving you this option. The other option you can choose is to have 100% Pure donate one tree for every order. If you'd like to try out 100% Pure's products, head to 100percentpure.com and use code BRIGHTLY20 for 20% off any full-price item until December 31st. That's 100percentpure.com and code BRIGHTLY20 for 20% off. Between the rolls of wrapping paper, impressive holiday feasts, and Christmas trees, this time of year can generate a lot of waste if we are not careful. Today, we're resharing a helpful episode from last year to help you go about your holiday traditions the eco-friendly way. Hey, Lisa, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, you know, I can't believe that it is December and so close to Christmas and all of the other holidays we love. Like, I feel like it was just the summertime. <laughs> no, it was just the summertime. <laughs> You're not alone. It is. And then it's like, I, like, we keep saying, like, holidays are coming. And now, like, we're past Thanksgiving. Well, literally, like, I think all of us are in the, uh, the spirit of, like, literally wrapping presents. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of part of what we will be talking about today, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when we were talking with our community, you know, and when we say community, right, there's our social media following. There's people who write in that listen to the podcast, which by the way, Apple just featured us again. For the third uh, time. Yes. For the third time as their favorite podcast for conscious consumers. So thank you so much to our listeners for your support. I feel like they, you know, they see metrics about the way you listen to this, this podcast. I know that helps them pick and it's just been, we're so thankful for that. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, but one of the things that our community brings up, you know, we have our ambassadors and um, folks that are engaging in our app. They're like, look, how do I have a holiday season that's a little bit more responsible? So we talk about things from a gifting perspective. Like we, you guys will know, we just did a bunch of episodes about gifting. You can also look back at last year's episodes too. But I think in general, we want to help you, you know, basically have a more sustainable holiday, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So today in, in that, in that spirit, we said that we, we really wanted to chat about how you can prevent waste, um, with your holiday traditions, because we all have holiday traditions. Like Lisa was just telling me about Russian Christmas, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like a little bit different than what I'm used to, but it's, it's, you know, we all have very similar traditions that we like to engage in. And actually over half of Americans report that they're trying to replicate holiday traditions from their childhood, which I love that. That's so fun. Yeah, and that's so special. Exactly. And, and this year, of course, we could all use a little bit more holiday cheer than even years past because we are still in the midst of a pandemic. Um, we're still trying to find joy uh, where we can. So, you know, as we think about these traditions that we go through and just kind of do out of habit, I think it makes sense for us to kind of look at them from a consciously curious consumer perspective, right? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, I think we, we shared some of the stats with you before, but, um, you know, it's been reported that Americans throw away 25% more trash during the Thanksgiving to New Year's holiday period than oh, wow. any other time. Um, and this extra waste amounts to 25 million tons of garbage. This is about 1 million extra tons per week. This statistics wow. are crazy. And of course, yeah. one of the most popular topics within our community recently uh, is the packaging, right? And there is this crazy fact, which is very kind of inspirational. If every U.S. family wrapped uh, just three presents in reuse materials, it would save enough paper to cover 45,000 football fields. Imagine that. Yeah, that's a that's a staggering visual. Um, and, you know, I think gift wrapping, all of these things that we love to do, we're going to get into and talk specifically about like, you know, what are things that we can do and and what's the impact there? So that's, that's exactly. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, well, why don't we start with this most heated topic within our community on our <laughs> Instagram is, of course, the Christmas tree, the holy tree. When we shared the post on our Instagram about, um, if you guys are following us on Instagram, we have this post uh, series called Buy This, Not That, where we recommend kind of more eco-friendly, sustainable options to different products, be it your shoes, pajamas, or in this case, it's Christmas tree, right? Yeah. Uh, it got almost 7,000 like and probably one of our record-breaking comments, 243 comments, which yeah. is amazing, right? Yeah. And this one kind of stemmed from a question that I had myself yep. last mm-hmm. year, um, which was, what is more sustainable or eco-friendly to get a faux tree and reuse it every year to get a real one? Um, and you know, not have something that's big and plastic around. Um, and then other people started talking about like, what, what does it mean to get like a potted real one or rent one? So like, there's a lot to think about here. <laughs> yeah, no, and I love it. And I think, yeah, exactly. Like, I think if last year we were only thinking about four or real one, maybe a potted one, there are, and you just shared, I think you saw it on Twitter. I know your love for tw- all things Twitter, right? That uh, I think in London, a farm is allowing to rent it. I do believe there are some farms in the U.S. too that are allowing to rent uh, Christmas trees. Um, yeah, so- and the, the renting part is interesting because I saw... So when Lisa talks about comments and like controversy and stuff, like this is why we do this podcast, because as you guys know, there is not a black and white answer to most consumer decisions that we can make from a sustainability perspective. And the, just the Christmas tree one is obviously people are very emotional about it because most of us will put up a Christmas tree. Um, and you know, it's very ingrained in traditions like we're talking about. But for the renting thing, I thought was really interesting. Even that tweet that talked about that London um, shop that that let people rent them out. People, of course, were commenting there and asking all these questions, such as if you have a rented Christmas tree that you bring into your home um, and you use it, and then you kind of give it back. This place was saying that they, um, you know, put it back on a farm. They take care of it, and then eventually, after. I can't remember how many uses they said, let's say like five or six uses or something, Mm -hmm. five or six years, then they actually take it out of the pot and plant it. And it like goes into a, a, you know, a a forest or whatever, which sounds great. However, people who actually know about houseplants and plants were kind of chiming in and were, and were asking questions like, well, doesn't this like shock the tree and stress it from going from outside to indoor every year? Like, does it get dried out when it's in your house? And so like, 
again, like there, there's so many different choices to be made here. So that's kind of why we wanted to talk about this. Um, I personally have a faux tree, um, a, a fake plastic tree. And that is because of one main thing, which is my husband is allergic um, mm. to real trees. Oh. So he he can handle a little bit, but if it's if it's in the house for like a long period of time, he starts to get really sensitive to like mm. what the smell or, or something like that. So we can't, um, but growing up, we did use real trees at my house um, up until... I think, you know, I got to high school or something, but so here's the deal. If you have to have a fake or plastic tree, a lot of us do. Yeah. Um, the thing we want to get across to you is use that sucker forever <laughs> <laughs> because when you put it in a landfill, it's not going anywhere. Uh, so if you go out to go purchase a tree from a Home Depot or wherever you're going to purchase it from, I mean, first of all, it's there are very few made in America, sort of made mm-hmm. with um, you know, responsible supply chain trees. They do exist, they're insane expensive. Oh, I looked at one, they're like thousand dollars and up. So it's wow. probably not within most people's um budget. But if you go buy one, don't get a trendy one, right? Like if you yeah, are gonna don't get, get a one. pink one all color That's right. of the year, right? <laughs> That's right. Don't get a pink one. Maybe don't even get one that has like the fake snow on it because I think yeah, those the kind of go the worst too. That's right. They kind of go in and out of style. So just like get one that you're gonna love. Don't get a giant one because like what if you move? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like try and get an average side tree that you're gonna use forever. There we go. That, that's yeah. my soapbox for the No, that's a great one. And like I was just talking to my uh friend who now is in Texas. I know you're originally from Texas and her um her her approach is the same as yours, right? She has a fake tree, a faux tree, right? Um yeah. and even though she grew up in New England, of course with real trees, right? She's like, you know, in Texas Pine trees are not grown. So it would be extremely, extremely unsustainable for me to actually buy live trees. And I think this is kind of one of the, uh, well, at least for me, you know, buying local, really, like whether it's food or trees, anything, it, it has a tremendously positive impact on the environment when, you know, you're not shipping stuff across the world, across the states. Um, yeah. So, yeah do be realistic if you're living in if you live in a state where um you know this christmas trees pine trees are not grown uh probably the portrait would be a much more sustainable option for you right yeah and i mean and it could totally depends on where you are like i do believe there was a farm i was in north texas and i think there was a farm that actually had trees around so like you know it's possible that they're grown around you but i think what's even more what thoughtful like what lisa's saying is even if they're grown around you they might be taking away like resources from like farming that's probably a little that makes a little bit more sense from your area so anyway um but lisa you want to talk a little bit about like why um you know it's these types of uh, like real trees can actually be good for the i think you've got a few things you wanted to share here about real yeah. trees yeah so that was an interesting uh information that we found uh on new york times uh, it kind of uh, the article essentially is kind of more pro um, buying a real tree versus uh, plastic poor ones. And of course, reason number one is, you know, growing pine trees or any trees for what uh, for that matter, uh, we are providing habitats for local wildlife, right? While they're growing. So that's already a plus. Uh, and of course, real trees are 100% biodegradable, right? And they can be sent to community compost center. So on that aspect, we're good there too. Um, and for me, and this is some, again, some of our community members, 
first, again, it depends what's the kind of, again, your core sustainability value. For me, super important is that by buying locally grown trees, we are supporting local tree farmers, right? Yep. It's yep. their uh, livelihood. Uh, and of course, the trees are producing oxygen to purify the local air. We know that too from our biology uh, lessons, right? And of course, that was an interesting part is that uh, pine trees can be planted on rolling hills that are unsuitable for other crops and building structures making better use of the land too. So like mm. this is kind of going more into like more in depth into like how trees are growing, you know, the whole agriculture techniques, which I'm sure most of people are not aware. I was not aware of that either. Like another interesting part that New York Times article is making, it's like cutting down trees is always bad for the environment. And they're like, it's actually false. You know, it's not all, the keyword is always, right? It's not always bad for the environment. Yeah. And another interesting thing, a point they made is like, you know, Christmas trees, actually it's, they're crops essentially, right? They're yes, grown yeah. farms like lettuce or corn for the specific purpose of, uh, you know, getting the Christmas tree to you. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're not cutting down wild forests. No, absolutely not. So that's good news about if you really like me, um, want a real one. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, like we said, there are different choices that you can make for yourself and your family. And, you know, the other thing is if you are in the market for not a real tree, try looking for trees at thrift stores, um, or, you know, places that have like more goodwill type areas where there's bigger items or look on Craigslist, like, yes, that's re- a great Facebook groups, right? Uh-huh. Like see if there's a place where you can get somebody else's, um, you know, plastic tree before you go out and get one. Cause I think I'm sure they, I'm sure people are moving and they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to, um, you know, bring them around. So let's, let's kind of move I on. Have, to, let oh, me yeah. tell you one funny uh-huh. thing. So one, one time, as you know, talking about Russian Christmas, Russian Christmas is January 7th, right? The biggest holiday for Russian is a new year's, right? So, which is of course, January 1st. And then we have a thing called old new year's, which is like January 13th. And so one time I came back from Russia, from my trip to Russia, um, you know, just after the, the new year. And of course, then that's when Americans typically throw away the trees, but I, still have Russian Christmas. I still have the old new year. So I literally picked up somebody's tree from the street and uh, Russians are famous for keeping the Christmas trees until like uh, March, which is not a joke. (laughs) Yeah, but the tree was fine. And yeah, I definitely made use of someone else's um, tree and gave it second (laughs) life. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I mean, when we think about the tree, of course, there's a lot of decorations that go on it. So we can kind of talk about decorations in general. Um, so one thing are just, you know, holiday lights. So whether you are putting lights on your tree or you're, you know, decorating outside or around the house, like we all love those like twinkly and sort of fairy lights. And I mean, they make such a big difference, right? Like we're just driving by the streets of San Francisco and seeing, you know, the Christmas trees with holiday lights. You know, it's a holiday spirit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, it does make a big difference in just like having a nice cozy feel in your house. Mm -hmm. I I read um, a Twitter thread about how folks up in Scandinavia sort of uh, cope with the darkness, right? Oh, yeah, I know what we're talking about. I lived in Moscow. Yeah, there you go. Do you know? And it's called like, 
Huga is not it how you spell like H Y G G. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the design mm-hmm. stuff. I, I have no called, idea how you could pronounce it. I those. think technically it's called Huga, but it's like H Y G G E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen it used, I'm sure. And it's basically is it means cozy. It's like a sort of a cozy feeling that exists. And so one of the um things, tips that people recommended were, you know, using these lights, using candles, like kind of making it cozy in your house. So um when you go out to purchase new lights, which again, like, please reuse your lights from year to year. It's a lot of plastic. Don't throw them away. Um, but if you need new ones, we totally recommend using LED lights. Um, and my husband is an electrical engineer by trade. And he, anytime we replace any kind of light, whether it's Christmas lights or light bulbs in the house, it's, he's always looking for us to use LEDs um, just mm-hmm. because they're a lot more energy efficient. I mean, LED lights are 80, uh, 80% yeah. more efficient than incandescent lights. So it's going to save you money. Um, they generate less heat. Um, so you'll, if you've ever noticed, like if you've gone to change out an old light bulb, you'll see it's like really yeah. hot. Um, again, that has to do with how efficient it is. And so, you know, just buying something that is, um, so I'm sorry, buying a light that's using an LED lasts so much longer, lasts 25 times longer. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. it's so save yourself money, protect yourself from overheating lights and uh, spread the holiday cheer. And of course, um, you know, other people would say, well, why do we, we even need it? Like one thing, like I am kind of shocked, like by American traditions, you know, like a uh, famous Tom and Jerry, for example, house in San Francisco, it has amazing Christmas decoration, but I'm like, how yep. much does it cost? you it's insane uh, amount of money but again it's your personal choice so uh if you know if your family really loves the tradition of having holiday lights absolutely do it and we're just here to give you different options absolutely so and then you know once you make sure you turn off the yes. lights when you go to bed yeah i'm um, like how can you sleep a... with them on i wouldn't be able to but maybe some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean granted um some people do like to leave their, you know, their Christmas yeah, just lights outside yeah. on, but mm-hmm. yeah, but use a timer, like just either though you can get a timer oh, very yeah, cheaply mm-hmm. at a um, hardware store. So you can just put all of that on a timer. So you don't have to remember, you can do that indoors and outdoors. Um, let's see. So let's talk about like just other stuff you can put on your tree. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, again, if you're following on our in- us on Instagram, you've been seeing on TikTok, of course, you've seen a lot of ideas that we are sharing. Some of them that our community loves is like stringing popcorn and cranberries, uh, instead of the lights, uh, super simple to do. Um, and then of course, other DIY ornaments, I think that was your idea, Laura, right? For animals. Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah. So growing up, we used to, um, just make, we would call them like ornaments for the animals outside. So my, my mom would get pine cones Mm -hmm. and my brother and I would cover them in peanut butter and then put birdseed, like roll them in birdseed. Um, so basically the, the birdseed would stick to the pine cone and then we would take those sort of pine cone ornaments and hang them outside for the animals. So they loved that. It's like a really fun DIY you can do with kids. That's um, cool. But if you're also a bird person, you can just <laughs> do it yourself. I haven't done it recently, but I'm kind of inspired to do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And uh, another idea we actually just shared today, uh, it's from um, our eco-friendly life account. And I loved it. So, you know, we were talking about this snowy kind of looking ornaments and trees. Mm-hmm. You know, There's a lot of plastic in this 
fake snow, of course, right? Oh, so yes. and mean, glitter. Yeah, yeah no. glitter, um, all yeah. of the things we love so much. Uh, it means plastic most of the time. So she yeah. had a cool idea of how to make, uh, use pine cones and, and tree branches, uh, pine tree branches, of course, um, and then decorating them with some flowers, salt, and water to make them look like as if they're covered by snow. It's really cool. Check us um, it on our Instagram. It's Again, it's just brightly.eco. Um, and of course, there's so many more DIY fun things you can be doing with ornaments. Uh, we're not going to go into all of the recipes, but again, uh, if you're part of the Brightly community on our app, um, this is where we're all discussing different ideas that people have been probably, you know, kind of learning from their mothers and grandmothers, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, this is, we. I always laugh, like, I think so much about single-use plastic, right? Like, whether I am like needing to pack a sandwich for lunch. Now, granted, we're, it's not like we're really walking around much <laughs> yeah. anymore, but just like, you know, we're just so used to using a Ziploc bag. And of course you can use a stasher bag or, you know, more innovative things that are, are new. But I also like to think back to like back in the day, like what did they do? Well, they used waxed paper, which I don't know. I didn't, haven't done any research on waxed paper. I'm mm-hmm. sure the fact that it's got that coating on it makes it less biodegradable, et cetera, but at least mm-hmm. it's not plastic kind of thing. So, and who knows where the wax comes from. It's most likely oil-based. But anyway, I just think about like, how do people use to do this? Because they didn't have access to this, you know, single-use plastic, right? And I mean, yeah. the same thing goes for for gift wrapping, which is kind of our next topic. But it's it's like, back in the day, do you think people went to yield general store <laughs> and got buy like a pretty box for every package right i don't think so right like i would imagine they probably put a, a ribbon on it right like what exactly. what would they have done that would be the extent of it you know i think the the most uh the one of the best advice that we can give like a general advice for our listeners our community members is like always ask yourself what would your grandmother do and yep. this is probably the most eco-friendly thing you could possibly do right Absolutely. Yeah, no. So we actually had some really interesting ideas come in from the community and from just people who are interested in this topic around gift wrapping. So um, of course you can use fabric. Um, and I know that there are some companies, I've seen some brand new companies kind of emerge that yeah, are selling that. Mm-hmm. fabric um, for gift wrapping. Like unwrapper or something. It's, you know, like basically it means unwrapper, but like it's spelled without so a it's a classic story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to understand <laughs> what it's called. You guys be... it. Yeah, it. There you go. And also, I, I hope that you guys appreciate that we spell brightly like the regular English. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, community. Um, yeah. So there's companies out there that will, you know, of course, you know, sell different sized fabric. But I mean, truly go look for stuff around your home that you like, go look for clothing that you're not going to wear. Like, you know, if it's not in good shape, we talk about cutting your clothing up into rags, cut it up for gift wrap. Like, you know, you could, you could even DIY some, um, some decorations on it, like get some fabric paint out, like make it fun. Right. <laughs> so you yeah, can do that. exactly. Uh, you can play around with it, you know, for me personally. So this year I'm, um, uh, spoilers for my friends who are listening. Of course, I know everybody Every single one of my friends is listening to every episode. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, making use of as many of the boxes that I uh, have got recently, especially after, you know, the Cyber Monday, Black Friday shopping. 
I literally have stacks and stacks of boxes that I'm kind of keeping because I know that I can make really nice packaging from it. I did buy um, I did buy pretty gift wrapping paper, but it's recycled, right? That's like the minimum requirement for me. Yeah. It's recycled yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, if you're much more creative and uh, handy than me, then yeah, the, the DIY solutions are just, there's so many of them and they're so much fun. Um, someone, uh, one of the scouts, um, I will we'll share more of the holiday tips that our scouts ambassador community shared with us. But one of the one that dealt specifically with packaging, um, Lydia, Lydia Wolf, she said, wrap gifts in a scarf and basically you'll have two gifts, right? So the scarf is a wrapper, but it's also a second gift. Um, That's such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, you're doubling the gifts, how cool it is, and that you're not you know, using um, other extra packaging. Um, That's so good. I love it. Yeah. And another tip that I got from the community too is like going to thrift stores, right? Or even antique stores or even in a yard sale. I think we already shared this, um, shared this tip before, but someone mentioned that she found really cool uh, wrapping paper in a yard sale. Because again, I'm pretty sure like every time I go to buy wrapping paper, I'm like, wait, did I have more leftovers? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles, a company with a punny name but a seriously sustainable mission to make better bedding for everyone. We started partnering with Sheets and Giggles earlier this year, and the positive reviews from our community keep coming in. I've been on a hunt for sustainable bedding for a long time now until Brightly actually recommended Sheets and Giggles. I would highly recommend. The material is great. Uh, I personally tend to get hot at night and my boyfriend tends to get cold. So it definitely serves as a happy medium. Highly recommend. I also get hot at night and I found that after sleeping with Sheets and Giggles moisture wicking sheets over the past few months, I can't remember the last time I woke up overheated. I love my Sheets and Giggles sheets. They're my absolute favorite. Not only because they're super duper soft, but they are sustainably and ethically made out of eucalyptus. Yep. I love that our scout Ashley called out how soft the sheets and giggle sheets are. Plus, the eucalyptus that is in their 400 thread count sheets is grown without insecticides or pesticides. They also just launched a bunch of new colors, and I can't choose between navy blue and red. Help me! Sheets and Giggles bedding is super lightweight and soft, and they really nail it on zero-waste packaging. Good Together listeners can get 15% off at SheetsGiggles.com using the code BRIGHTLYSO. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-L-Y-S-O. When you think about reducing your carbon footprint, your mind probably goes to reducing the amount of meat you eat or conserving energy in your home. While both of those can make an impact, another method that doesn't get nearly enough attention is actually greening your finances. A 2020 report found that 35 of the world's biggest banks have given $2.7 trillion to fossil fuel companies since the end of 2015. If your bank doesn't have the same values as you do, there's no better time than now to make the switch to Aspiration. Aspiration offers socially conscious and sustainable ways to spend and save so you can make money while making the world a better place. And unlike the big banks, Aspiration doesn't use your deposit to fund oil pipelines or exploration. We love that Aspiration is a B Corp and 1% for the Planet member. They also plant a tree with every single purchase. You can earn $150 when you spend $1,000 in the first 60 days of your account opening. You also get 
10% cashback when shopping with Aspirations Conscious Coalition partners, such as Brightly. Ready to transition from your car and bank to Aspiration? Head to aspiration.com forward slash Brightly. That's A-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com forward slash Brightly to learn more about socially conscious finance and sign up for a new cash management account. Speaking of leftovers, like don't throw away the wrapping um, paper and, and, and all of the other sort of bows and things that you get this year. So sometimes you can't, um, you know, it just depends on how much of a, crazy animal you are when you're yeah, really like a rip, yeah. <laughs> yeah like kids if you have kids and you're listening to this you're yeah, like yeah, I'm, in, I'm, yeah, I'm not i'm not, not a chance that, but, <laughs> but you can certainly save the bows um and the gift tags so um actually we were laughing i was just wrapping a present the other day and it was like it said like to my husband from his parents and then mm-hmm. i just that was from last year so i just took two arrows and i was like Two parents from my husband. <laughs> like I like true arrows. He was like, "Are you serious?" But you can reuse gift tags, so just like reuse it. Um, give gifts in vessels that you can reuse. I love that. So, like mm-hmm. mason jars. Like put something in a mason jar. Just put a bow on it. Call it a day. Um, you know, I think there's just you can get really creative. Um, the other thing I'll say is like gift baskets. I think a lot of times people feel like you need to put them in an actual basket. Like, does no, somebody need a new basket? No, like, I am- just. Just put it in a bag. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. actually making uh, gift boxes to a few of my friends from with different products I either bought or had before, and I'm just putting them in regular boxes, right? I mean, uh, it's a gift box. You know, it, it doesn't ne- mean that I need to have a perfect, pretty box, right? Or you, you don't have to have an actual basket for it to be a gift basket. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think it's good. Like we're good with packaging. Um, Again, you guys check out our Instagram, uh, check out our Brightly app on Brightly Eco. I think we've had some articles about that too. So, you know, otherwise just be as creative and don't feel shame, ashamed to reuse stuff that you've had before. That's kind of the main um, advice for the packaging aspect, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about holiday cards, right? I mean, this is pretty straightforward. Again, the best and probably most environmentally friendly option for you, send an e-gift card uh, or a holiday yes. card, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm an old, like I'm an old school person, definitely love real cards. You know, we like I always try to keep all of the, you know, happy birthday cards, any cards I get as a gift. I love that. It's very cool to look through the years, you know. Uh, but of course, like requirement number one, I think ideally choose cards that are made from recycled paper, right? Or Laura, remember that um, FSC certification, remember which one? That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually you would see it on a lot of actual paper products. It's kind of like responsibly made paper. Uh, I'm yes. not sure. I think there's different levels of like a hundred percent recycle or not, but like look for that um, certification. Yes, you so, can you can look for that. Um, we've done. I think we talked about this in a previous episode. But for our brightly business cards, we use paper oh, that yeah. has seeds in it, like wildflower seeds, which is awesome and it's um, biodegradable. So if you want to give a physical card, you can. Like, don't we're not yeah. we're not saying that you can't. As a matter of fact, like paper is one of the most recyclable things as we know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's as far as the the waste generated, it's relatively low. So. Make sure that you, um, you know, you you look for cards that are recycled. Um, we also found out that if you if you're using cards that have like shiny foil or or glossy coatings, coatings hmm. and things like that, those are not recyclable most of the time. So you know, try to go for ones that might not be um, 
you know, as glittery or glittery or sparkly. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to give a plug in. It's not sponsored, but we've shared about this company. Uh, it's called Good Paper. Um, mm-hmm. I've literally, you know, we worked with them before um, with my previous company. It's uh paper made from recycled materials. Um, and most importantly, again, for me, it's made by women who escaped sex trafficking in the Philippines. Now I think they're also working with young adults in Rwanda. Um, I believe who um, who had diseases or due to hunger. Um, it's all the information on their website. It's beautifully made. Um, I know for a fact that I think they're in all Whole Foods is foods uh, in the US. Uh, they're super quirky and funny. Like all of their cards are super funny. And so like since I've discovered that brand, I have been giving them like all the time. That's my go-to card. They are, as somebody mentioned, they're not, not cheap if you have to like send hundreds of them. They're like, uh, I think $6 retail per uh, per person. But again, they're, f- um, sorry, per card, but they're fair trade, right? And we've talked, about, you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, you know, why, um, you know, fair trade businesses have to charge premiums, right? And so, yeah, their mission is near and dear to my heart. So um, that would be my, my, my favorite brand shout out. Yeah. And I mean, you can, I, do people remember back in the day? Like, I mean, if you're younger and listening, so you won't remember, but like we used to have a ton of magazines and you would get magazines and cut stuff out. Like you can make cards and envelopes and all sorts of things just by reusing paper products that you have around the house. So you can use magazines, like there's just all sorts of things that you can do. So definitely, um, you know, keep the spirits going with your holiday cards, send e-cards if that's okay, make a phone call, whatever you want. Um, but I think it's just a good, it's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, and so I think one of the last things we wanted to talk about were just general gifting thoughts. So we've done extensive podcasts only on gifts. So we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. Like, please listen to one. Uh, We've got episodes about experiences, which are like very low waste items, if not no waste. Um, we have ways to cut down on waste in general and gifting. So please go back and listen. Um, but we, the reason why we bring it up again is to just kind of bring the point home because we know that you're going to be gifting things. We know that you are going to receive gifts. Um, but one statistic we wanted to share was, you know, we, we saw a source that said some retail industry, retail industry analysts estimate that nearly $90 billion worth of gifts are returned each holiday season. It's so wasteful. I was like, that is absolutely insane. Um, and actually this problem is so out of hand that UPS, the, you know, the shipping company has actually deemed unofficially Mm -hmm. January 3rd as a holiday. They call it national returns day. And, um, in 2017, nearly 1.5 million return packages got shipped back just on that, that day. one day, That's... but that was 2017. Like yeah, think about oh how boy. much online shopping has grown since then. I mean, they just came out with some statistics from cyber Monday, black Friday, um, this year. And of course broke records, uh, left and right. So you can imagine that if, they, if it was 1.5 million packages in 2017, then, yeah. it's at least double, if not triple um, now, just because of the, just how many people are shopping online. Yeah. So, and again, insane. you know, when, when we're talking about this, like, you know, we shop, like Laura and I shop. So don't feel absolutely, don't feel guilty if you no, online, especially not. this year, you know, if you want to keep yourself and uh, your loved ones safe, probably trying to limit the amount of time we go to, right? Uh, we go to physical stores and locations, although, you know, 
your your local stores absolutely need your help. So um, yeah, obviously do that if you can. Um, so you want to? Oh yeah, when you want to talk about most returned items? That's interesting. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought this was interesting. So as we kind of looked into the returns, which again we do have a whole episode about like the shipping the and shipping. mechanics mm-hmm. behind returning, which is really interesting. Please go back and listen. We released it last year, but. In terms of the most return gifts, there's like three categories, which I was like, so I mean, first category, we're not surprised, which is clothing and shoes. Like, please don't gift somebody a random Yeah, shoe. just use a gift card. <laughs> don't, yes, don't give me please. shoes. If In, you give me shoes, they're going, like, I just, I don't know what to do with them. You please, probably, do you, you work at Amazon. I remember my friends and like, that's probably one of the reasons why people love Amazon so much. You know, they think that you get a bunch of free returns or something. Oh yes. Right. I so, remember I was there when they started oh. doing free returns. So it, uh, listeners, if you're not familiar, I actually started my career at Amazon in the fashion space. And so. Yes, free shipping and free returns as long as you bought something from Amazon was was relatively new back then. And yes, I mean, while it's good from a company's, you know, and customer experience perspective, uh, of course, that's great. But from the environment, like, no, like, stop, stop buying things and thinking, oh, I can just return it. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> so do yeah, don't buy clothing and shoes or people unless they have specifically asked for a specific color, size, like. I know that that might not seem like a surprise, but I'm telling you, if you use a wish list, which we've talked about again in other episodes, like give someone a wish list, be really specific with it. You're going to end up with something that you wanted and they're going to do a good job from a gift. So that was one, one section. Um, you want to talk about the next one? Yeah, this one is interesting. I definitely, that was like, I think the high, the, the high spend category for me this holiday season, because again, we love cooking, right? So kitchen mm-hmm. and appliances and glassware, uh, is the second most return category because guess what? People already have this. And it's again, yeah, yeah. this is the main reason. Yeah, I come to like people's birthday party and like, or, or like before it, I'm like, well, do you need this? Like, I'm like, I know I'm sorry I'm ruining the surprise for you, but like, I really don't want to give you something that you're not going to use or you already have. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you're buying wine glasses for people, uh, don't. most yeah. likely they will have it unless, yeah. well, you know, they're not drinking and then why give them wine Absolutely not. Ask them. <laughs> Ask them if they have it. You know what's funny, Lisa, is I, I actually almost, I found myself doing this exact thing where, you know, we all have people, especially like the men in our lives, not like husbands, but like uncles, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, grandpas, and they can be hard to give gifts for. Like they, they typically don't want anything. If you ask them, you're like, please yeah. just like, tell me. So a lot of times people will give nice bottles of alcohol, um, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just like a pretty easy thing to do, whether yeah. it's wine or, or scotch or something. And I also have the temptation to like want to give them a nice pair of glasses to go with that. Yeah, so just then to it's make like, it a nice kit, exactly. Uh-huh, but it's like, they don't yeah. need two more glasses. And what are you going to do? Do you really want just two glasses? No, most people want like a set. So like, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Save so, yourself some money. Yeah, um, yeah. And this last one, last category is hilarious, Laura. <laughs> the last wow. one like made me crack up when I was researching that. So the the another top return item are sweets, which is like, why would you return it? That doesn't make any sense to no. me. But then I looked into it and apparently <laughs> people are, you know, you get a lot like chocolates and things um, for the holidays. But then people are looking to like go on a diet immediately after the holidays. So like <laughs> they don't want sense. sweets, but it's like, 
Who even accepts returned food? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, that's hilarious. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think we already um, talked about it. Brief summary, right? Use wish list, gift experiences, buy quality gifts. And like, if you have to give something food related, maybe opt in for olive oil instead of sweets, right? Just think or about spices. Spices. Or spices. I'm not going to plug in been... our favorite brand again, but <laughs> you know, you've listened to the previous episode. I hope you did. So, yes, the barrel. last episode yeah. was all about spices. Um, I am gifting a lot of people spices this year. Hopefully they're not. I mean, I hope they are listening to this podcast for like a little bit of friend support, but also... <laughs> Spoiler alert, you might be be getting spices for me. Okay, so, well, this is kind of the last part. And like, as you know, our favorite part is um, the Scouts tips, right? So earlier this year, and I think we've mentioned this multiple times, right? Our Scouts communities, when I'm talking about Scouts, go to brightly.eco slash Scouts to figure out what exactly it is. And if you might want to become one yourself. But anyways, uh, we asked our community to share their favorite quality tips a few uh, weeks back, and which they did and it's amazing you know it's the tips about cooking tips about packaging decorations and even holiday activities um so here we just wanted to share a few uh most um kind of our favorite tips so one is we kind of mentioned it already but using glass bottles when you're sending leftovers home so no food is wasted right so again don't you don't have to have like five thousand boxes of Tupperware, but if you do, no, again, no judgment. My mom is one of these people, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, reuse your glasses. Uh, again, I'm kind of uh, stacking up all of the packaging in my kitchen as well, but it's uh, it's a great option uh, to store your leftovers or sending leftovers with uh, with your guests, right? And this is a uh, tip from Scout Avery Copper. You want to do yeah, another such, one? It's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So we already talked about a few of them. Yeah. Um, one that I liked was just somebody was talking about, um, you know, a, a white elephant, poly. I mean, there's so many, Lisa probably laughing. There's so many regional American words for this term, which is like a gift exchange. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so like you can have a white elephant, you can have um, our, one of our scouts, Kayla called it a Pollyanna. I have not heard that Yeah. Term. So Pollyanna, it's a, it's a Russian. I think she's Polish. I'm guessing, sorry if I'm making an assumption, but Pollyanna, it's a, it's a, where you sit, like uh, on the grass, like a meadow kind of. Um, so yeah, that, mm. that was a funny way for me. Like, uh, it's interesting. So you've never heard this yeah. term before, right? No, I hadn't mm-hmm. heard of this one, but this is just basically like you can do this either a lot of people do this after the holidays and you can bring a gift that you got that you didn't yeah. like very much um or there's just you know you can do it in the middle of the season but rather than um you know having to get a gift for everybody in your friend group and potentially have a lot of costs etc just like do one of these fun sort of uh gift exchange yeah. and yeah. It, you know Kayla was saying that she she does uh, one with her friends and family and they use uh, thrifted goods or like secondhand things. Yeah. So there's not like an expectation that like one person's going to go home with something that's secondhand, everything else is new or whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's themed. So I love that. I thought that was a really cute, yeah. cute idea. So this one, of course, uh, thank you for leaving this tip for me. I thought it was really cool. Uh, it's um, our scout Anastasia de Gorostica. She, uh, she said, use Pothos cuttings to make a, a live wrath, wrath, 
right? Reef. Reef. Whoops. English 101. <laughs> I no, love reef. One. So, but yeah, I can have both of Christmas reef. That's what reef. she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Translation, please. Uh, pothos. I like, I literally have like, I'm touching it right now. It's right near my desk. What? So uh, what is a pothos? So pothos is, is, how do I describe it in English? Uh, it's, it's a, a house plant. It's a, it's a house plant. It's like <laughs> one of the wavy ones, like, um, I don't know, Laura, you know which one I'm talking about. It's like, I know which one. It's like, kind okay, of waterfalls you, down, right? Yes, it waterfalls down. It's super easy to grow. Like, again, I don't want to have an, a whole planting episode, but pothos, like, if you're just starting and you're scared of everything, it's so easy to grow. I literally have from one pothos, I think I have two or three more plants that, that I've grown out of the main plant, right? So they're super easy to replicate. Oh, how yeah, do you call so it? Yeah, so if grow? you Google this, yeah, yeah, that propagate, propagate, propagate. is probably the word that you're thinking <laughs> exactly. of. But yeah, so pothos, so yeah, you, like Lisa said, they're really nice. It's really cool. Use, and you can make a wreath out of them. Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah, so uh, we don't have full instructions, but just Google it. But basically, you have to attach a glass bottle to the circular wire and kind of put the bottle uh, basically in the middle of uh, what will be your wreath, right? And then just like kind of arrange the leaves around that wire, right? And again, it's pothos. It's super easy to do. Uh, they're like very bendable and, and it's very kind of, it's very leafy, right? So it, I think, I do think, I haven't seen the pictures, but I do think it would look really nice. Lisa, you should do this and post it on social. Like you should make yeah, this. Leaf, this leaf. I know. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I think I can definitely do that. I'm just like, I'm always like not super handy, but like this, uh, I just need to get more instructions. I it sounds very easy. So yeah, thank you, yeah. Anastasia, for the idea. It's really cool. Anyways, uh, we have, uh, let me look at it. We have like 100 more holiday tips for you guys from our community. Uh, actually, our fun thing, our community will be filling up even more tips tomorrow and this week. So we'll probably have 200 or more uh, holiday tips for you. And it's again at brightly.eco slash holiday dash tips. Again, don't worry about the links. It will be in the show notes. It will be in the article on the website. Um, but yeah, it's something, it's a great resource that our community created um, for themselves and by themselves, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this, uh, that kind of wraps up the episode yeah. today. So I, uh, you know, as you go out and celebrate the holidays, like, please just obviously take time, like take care of yourself. We're still in a crazy time, yeah. um, from a world perspective. So, so take care of yourself, make sure to celebrate, um, the way that feels the best to you. And again, just like plant these ideas in your head, like a pothos wreath. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. And again, all of these ideas, I, I like, I always like to say that, you know, we're gi giving you ideas. It doesn't mean that every single member of the Brightly team is doing this stuff. It's just ideas. And quite honestly, I have to say like, because we've been talking with our community, I've, I've been learning so much from our conversations with you, Laura, right. But conversations with our community too. It's like, so the ideas might seem difficult or kind of like too big, too challenging, uh, but, you, you know, start small, start small. You know what I mean? Again, if you like me, if, if you're lazy like me, if you can only buy recycled wrapping paper, that's already a great step. You know what I mean? Next year, go exactly. and reuse all your boxes. So yeah, start small. Uh, you know, you guys know we're all about small steps towards sustainability. So thank you guys so much for listening.
Thanks for joining us on another episode of Good Together. As always, you can get show notes and explore lots more content related to all things eco-friendly living by checking out brightly.eco slash podcast. And don't forget to join in on the conversation that's happening on our Facebook group. Simply search Good Together Ethical Shopping and it'll come up. You can also leave us a question through voicemail. The link is on brightly.eco slash podcast. If you're into social media, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and all of the channels. Our username is brightly.eco. Finally, we want to leave you with a reminder. Every day is a chance for you to create change, and you're already covered for today since you joined us here on the podcast. Stay kind and live brightly.